When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. Lyrical analysis of uh, Kanye West, I guess. You sound so unhappy about this. My name's Chris Lambert. My name's Travis Bean, and well, I don't know. I just like, I don't know. We're here to talk about the Joe Rogan interview, and and it was a great interview. I'm excited to talk about it, but I mean, it just reminds me that Kanye interview didn't do an interview with us. Ooh, ooh. That's uh, I need some answers. I don't know. You know, maybe he's just not doing a lot of interviews these days after doing an interview with Nick Cannon and an interview with Joe Rogan, and now he's going to be on Jimmy Kimmel. Maybe it's just not like interview season for him. You know, and I I understand like it takes a lot of time to do these interviews, but what he did a two hour interview with Nick Cannon, a three hour interview with Joe Rogan, just clip an hour out of both of those and give two hours to us. Like it's not like he lost any time if he did that. No, right? Why can't we just sit down and explain this to him? I I wish I could. And you know what? That's going to be part of our 48-hour interview with him. Well, the I mean, the interview itself <laughs> won't be 48 hours. We'll be together for 48 hours. We'll probably talk for like six to seven hours, and we'll cut it down to like two or three. But And, of course, we have final edit on all of that. Connie can give his input if he wants and we might consider it but ultimately you know that two three hour interview that's going to come out people that's what people will get excited about joe rogan like yeah okay that's great but us like come on it would be a, a groundbreaking moment for uh us you know just people with dreams yeah you know? us it would us. more than anything like i don't know if it'd be good for like culture but for us like it'd be great <laughs> would it be a new realm for all podcasts anywhere (laughs) and everywhere you know like all these shows now that are uh there's a bunch of podcasts that are like basically fan podcasts for artists and you know there's you talking you two to me and they talk to you two and they and that show talks to rem like all these shows are getting big bands and everything our podcast getting kanye on the show like that would be like that's the height like nobody's bigger than kanye if we can pull that off i mean i don't know i'm just saying guys help us out (laughs) <laughs> well, so I actually, there's this guy, uh, Mahat, I think his name is. It's like Mahat Savada. And he was posting on every Kanye tweet, like, Kanye, I painted this for you. Huh. Like, please let me give it to you. And he just did that for like all of 2018 <laughs> and a majority of 2019. And then he actually got to go give his painting to Kanye. That's like somebody got in touch with him or like Kim got in touch with him because he was posting it on Kim's stuff too. 
and there's a photo of him though his like face is like cropped out he just or like blocked out which uh i was always like why <laughs> why hide yourself <laughs> that's weird but he uh got to give the picture to kanye and then he started tweeting at kanye again and he had this like post like if you believe in me and think that kanye west should let me give him this picture like retweet this and kanye eventually retweeted it just like two weeks ago so i copy and pasted that and made some edits and i keep posting it under kanye tweets now and people are liking it and retweeting it and being like kanye like please let them interview you so people have our backs but uh it reads if you believe in me and think that kanye west should let me interview him about his relationship with movies please retweet this this is all i want out of my career as a journalist and i'm 100 percent going to work until it happens i really hope that like Kanye finding I was like yeah I'll do it but then when he finds out that I'm part of the deal he's like eh, you know what never mind <laughs> yeah right he's like I have been baited and switched <laughs> by watching the throne oh little beanie weenies coming like nah <laughs> I thought I was talking to Chris it's Chris and Travis <laughs> fuck Travis it's a package deal I won't let it happen unless I'm there to fuck things up yeah right Kanye shows up and he's just like where's Chris and you're like there is no Chris <laughs> I'm Chris. <laughs> Turns out it's been just you talking this whole time with two different voices. Uh, oh, wow. That'd be incredible. Should we talk about the Joe Rogan interview? I guess so. Okay. I, mean, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so we haven't gotten to, it's been over a week now, almost two weeks, right? Wait, wasn't it last Friday? Is that all the time that's passed? I thought it was. I was hoping we didn't guess... wait two weeks to talk about it. Oh, God, it's only been a week. It's been. <laughs> One week since you looked at me. Um, yeah, this interview, I didn't know what to, I mean, obviously none of us knew what to expect, but it seems like even Unless you can Joe see the future. Rogan, which, one day. <laughs> But Joe Rogan seemed to not even know what to expect. Like in the aftermath of the interview, he just had a thing come out today. He was talking to this guy, God Saad. And in the interview, uh, Saad asked him like, hey, is there anybody that you wish you could interview that you haven't gotten to interview? And Joe's like, no, there's really no one. He's like, I know you just got to talk to Kanye recently. And Joe goes on a little bit of a tangent talking about the interview. And he admits something that was kind of a rumor that he had avoided doing the interview with Kanye uh, because he wasn't sure it would be a good platform for Kanye just because as Kanye has been criticized over the interview for the amount of tangents that he went on <laughs> over the course of the interview and just his very labyrinthian, mm -hmm. labyrinthian, yeah, labyrinthine. Labyrinthian, uh, yeah, labyrinth-like way of speaking. Uh, he Joe wasn't sure that was going to work, and he had said as much in the early part of 2019, saying that like this podcast platform isn't really right for everybody, and it seems like maybe he was. Uh, we know now he was kind of hedging his bets, unsure if it would work or not. But maybe after seeing the Nick Cannon interview. He was just like, all right, Kanye can do a podcast interview. Yeah. Like, let's, I feel like that's what let's happened. Have him like, he saw Kanye be like, being fairly even keeled in that interview and like having a good conversation. He was like, you know what? Let's get down to business. 
and even like the Letterman interview probably helped as well. Like there've been some good ones in the aftermath of when he was supposed to talk to Joe Rogan that I think have probably gone a long ways to making this happen. Maybe Joe Rogan also saw the presidential debates and was like, good God, can like somebody sensible talk about the presidency? Let's get him in here. <laughs> yeah. And I think Kanye running for president was a big part about why Joe wanted to talk with Ye mm. because one of the big criticisms of Kanye's presidential run of the, the many that have happened is that he hasn't really expressed anything in the way of policy. Like mm -hmm. On his website, on the Kanye 2020 Vision website, there's 10 policy points that he has. And I guess depending on your sta stance, you might think like, oh, this is good. Like he talks about what he wants to do with education. He talks about what he wants to do with like agriculture. But I think a lot of people want something more substantial. And really of the questions that Joe got in over the course of three hours, mm -hmm. it felt like a lot of them <laughs> dealt with either policy or the presidential campaign uh, with only maybe like one or two being on anything else. Yeah. I thought that was, I'm what I want to ask what you thought of Kanye's answer to those questions, because I, I, I did feel that way for a while. Um, where like, I love Kanye and like, I would love to live in a world. Well, I'm mostly talking about how I felt before the interview right now, like heading into the interview. I was like, I want to live in a world where, I feel good voting for Kanye. He is somebody who is thinking about all the issues facing his country. He has a plan uh, for his policies. Like he has a team, like a team I can trust will know about these policies and inform him properly. Like, but you never, I guess I never really got that from him, mostly because like, I guess he hasn't really been talking about it. It's not like he's going out and doing interviews and part of presidential debates like the two presidential candidates are. Uh, but at the same time, it doesn't seem like he's actively doing that because he's consumed by so many things. Uh, so heading into it, like, that is what I wanted. Um, but I got to say, like, I I was really impressed by his answers. And, um, and it, it kind of – my thought process about how – what I would want to hear from somebody when they're asked these kinds of policy questions, like – I feel like it kind of transformed during the Joe Rogan interview because I watched the presidential debates and I haven't watched. I mean, I, I remember watching the Clinton Trump ones, although I got to say back then, I don't even think I paid attention that much because me along with the rest of the world thought there was no fucking way in the world Donald Trump <laughs> would win. And I was like, well, I'm not going to watch him just be an idiot for an hour and a half. Like, but this time I watched it and I hadn't seen presidential debates for a while. And I forgot how much of like, a sham they are <laughs> like they're kind of dumb especially when you have someone like trump who's just being an idiot and saying false things and just stringing together falsehoods and you know doing what he can to placate to his base and then you have joe biden who's a career politician who says everything properly says stuff that's clearly been written out for him not that i don't like trust either of them believe the things they're saying but like the way they talk they talk like politicians talk and it's not very motivating to watch the two people that one of the two people that's going to lead your country speak to you like that. So that's <laughs> what I really liked about Kanye is that like, it kind of went beyond, I feel like I went beyond like, Oh, I need to hear, uh, uh something that I agree with when he's asked these policy questions where like that, I feel like that's never going to be the case. Like you're not going to agree with every policy decision that presidential, a president makes, but with Kanye, like he's giving 
thoughtful answers. Like he's thinking about every question and he's saying what I think is really key is that, well, I don't know everything about this topic, but I'm going to like study my ass off on it when the time comes and I'm going to have a team around me that gives me the right answers. And like, and I thought about it, I was like, that's probably like the best way to answer any policy question because yeah, you can like any politician is going to throw talking points at you and say the things you know you want to hear it. But half the time we know presidents don't end up doing half the shit they say they're going to do. Kanye gets shit done. <laughs> so when he says stuff like that, like, oh, I'll have a team around me and I'll make good decisions and I'll design a good system. Like, well, I've seen Kanye do that his whole career. Like these answers actually kind of make sense and seem way more logical than these presidential candidates who get in front of a million people and like just promise the the fuck out of things that they probably won't get done as we saw of trump he wasn't able to do a bunch of shit he said he would do mexico's not paying for the fucking wall we all know that like <laughs> I, I don't know there was just something really refreshing and promising about Kanye's answers to those questions well it's like you even go back to obama right and all the things that obama was talking oh, yeah. about and like the high hopes that a lot of people had myself included for his presidency and you look at what was actually able to be accomplished whether it's like through the reality he ended up facing or like a an opposing party that did everything that they could to drag their heels on any policy wins it's just the reality of being president especially in 21st century america and how mm. politically divided it is is like hard <laughs> to accomplish what you want to accomplish <laughs> right. and exactly what you're saying like there was a, a tweet that fantano had where somebody was talking about I guess he just said, like, people defending Kanye. Uh, okay, there was a tweet where Joe Rogan asked Kanye about uh, his foreign policy. And Kanye pauses and did the same thing that he did in the Kimmel interview in 2018, where he kind of paused for 10 seconds thinking about his answer. And in the Kimmel interview, Kimmel, like, panicked and went to commercial and then just avoided the question completely when they came back and i was in the audience like i saw it happen yeah. there was no like cut there was nothing like more everything that you saw on tv was exactly as it happened which i saw people speculating that they like cut kanye's answer or did the stuff no it was just he didn't like dead air and panicked and went to commercial and joe obviously didn't have that issue and just kind of waited and Kanye gave his answer, but there was a clip on Twitter just going around of Kanye pausing. Mm -hmm. And it was getting really popular with all these people being like, he has no answers. This guy's an idiot. How could he call himself a genius? Like a lot of criticism. And I and, of course, other people chimed in on it and had some posts that were like decently liked in response. And Fantano responded in general to the Kanye fan base defending Kanye. And the criticism being that Kanye did answer the question and answered it in a way that, like, Joe was happy with, that other people seemed to think was, like, a reasonable response rather than a bad response. And Fantano was saying that, no, no, no. Even if you hear the rest of the clip, it's still a bad answer. Like, people are giving Kanye too much credit. If he were to be in any foreign policy class he would like fail with that answer <laughs> and i responded to him and it's the same thing that i kind of feel like what you're getting at generally is politicians these days can say everything that they hope to do want to do 
but the reality is that they probably won't be able to do most of that and once they get more information about what's going on mm -hmm. ramifications from this or that decision and get into the actual politics of all of that policy what they're going to do is probably much different from what they said that they're going to do and the thing that i admired about kanye's talking points and response is that he didn't sell us on a promise of what he yeah. could do or will do he just said this is my process and this is the approach that i'm going to have to it which i think is kind of the more reasonable answer um in terms of i'm just going to get experts and the best people and i'll design something i'll figure it out when the situation arises like Joe Rogan's asking him about like China invading Taiwan. Like <laughs> how can you possibly answer that without knowing the current state of affairs or what the state of affairs are at that time, not just in the United States, but with various allies, with other world powers, there's so much nuance to the question. They're just saying like, I will examine everything and make a good decision. Look at my history. <laughs> yeah. It's that's the weird thing. God. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm essentially saying you're, I don't understand the world, but I don't like, that's the thing I don't understand about people's general relationship with politics is we all recognize that politics is bullshit. <laughs> like it just is like people get up, say the things that people want to hear, spout nonsense, make promises they can't keep, have these broad talking points about things and run these ads. Like they're, they're just selling a perception of themselves that's all they're ever selling is like this is what you can expect when i'm in office when we all know we've we've seen politics play out for decades now hundreds of years like we all know what's going to happen like things get tied up like you learn like the president knows things we would never understand about all of these issues like it's such a complex process that all of that lead up all of that selling of yourself and advertising like it's all bullshit. like of course it is if i mean you have to i guess you kind of have to be that way if you want to sell it or at least that's the way it's been painted like this is the way you sell yourself if you want to win and ultimately you're just representing a party right you're representing like what your party represents and you're looking to be the figurehead for that party like you you're the person that's going to carry out these like big broad plans but ultimately gosh like we all know it's not going to happen like we all know politics is bullshit yet when kanye does the exact opposite thing that all those politicians do they scream that kanye is not doing all the bullshit things politicians do <laughs> like it's it's so strange like how would kanye have an answer to specific foreign policy questions like oh i don't want an off-the-cuff answer like yes maybe kanye should spend more time like reading about this stuff and understanding that stuff but he's also just like Connie's just a civilian. He's not a politician. Like he's not involved in all of these affairs. He's somebody who is, I think, properly selling himself as a designer, as a sort of engineer, as somebody who is able to empathize and look at situations with the level head and not, you know, do the Joe Biden thing where like you're gonna be hard on Russia. Where like Connie would probably like try to like bridge a gap, <laughs> you know, if these nations we've always had been at war with like it i just don't understand like i don't understand the reaction to it like people are essentially mad that kanye is not doing all the political bullshit that we hate it's i guess no big surprise there you can't fucking please anybody right it's like 
they hate the game, but then they hate someone for not playing the game. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So that was kind of. I I get why people would be concerned in some ways in terms of like the thought process going on and like not everybody understands metaphor and analogy right it's not how everybody processes the world and you might think because i'm somebody that uses a lot of metaphors and things like if i'm ever in an argument with somebody i almost always am like oh think about like this movie and Mm -hmm. this 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 or think about it in this like sports scenario if this was the situation how would you respond like what the fuck does that have to do with us arguing about like music or arguing about politics like stop comparing like did you just compare like this serious topic to like lebron james's career Mm. like (laughs) yes but it's (laughs) like doesn't it get at the core point and some people will get that and some people won't so i understand that with kanye to the degree that he is associative and metaphorical why watching his interview with joe rogan and seeing him go from this thought to this thought to this thought to this thought can feel very chaotic to people where and un, maybe even unnerving stressful because it's almost like watching a, a movie that is more highbrow than what you want to watch at that time mm-hmm. and kind of wears you down because you have to actively pay attention to get anything out of the movie and i feel like that's kanye's conversational style or at least interview style at this point was you have to pay so much attention to where he's going and how he got from this thing to this thing that you can get exhausted and then you think oh well i don't want a leader that's going to do that so that just shuts down any consideration uh whether or not there's merits or not (laughs) i mean like it's almost like people don't want like a regular dude in the white house (laughs) like somebody who has a thoughtful response to a question and thinks about it and like has a conversation. Although I guess you could argue Connie's not really having a conversation and just (laughs) running through talking points, but still like, I don't know, like he's elaborating on things and like tweaking the way he thinks about things like in the moment, I guess I find something really refreshing about that. I, I don't know if that means like Connie gets my vote in the future. It's something I still have to think about and grapple with. But I, I got to say, like, this interview probably inched me closer to that reality. Something I thought probably would never happen because of there's still several things about Kanye's presidential run that, I don't know, there are some things I can't quite get over. But, like, the more I the more I consider it, like, I guess the, the religious stuff is the main thing I'm grappling with now. Um, but, like, as my thoughts on religion evolve and as I think about the way Kanye approaches religion and like if any actual policies would come out of that like i don't know just the more i hear him talk and i hope he keeps talking to people and keeps expanding on his thoughts of a presidential run but the the more i hear him talk like the safer i feel with him like the more confident i feel in him as a leader because i don't look at him as a politician i would think of him as a leader when i think of him that way i'm starting to see like the pieces come together and thinking like well like maybe there is a future where like this could happen I get very torn because I understand like where you're coming from and I felt emotions like that, but I just, 
I still get worried about the separation of church and th state thing to a, a large degree. And I think I would have to see mm -hmm. him actually run a campaign that is coordinated, which I get in 2020, there's a little bit of a, well, let's just get, let's just see what the process is like. We're not going to put in a lot of time and effort into this election because we know that this election is kind of a, a wash whether or not he admits that right like i don't think kanye would admit that or could admit that but i think he and everyone else kind of knows uh which is why he said like he's walking <laughs> mm -hmm. uh in this election rather than like running for president he's walking for president if the 2024 election was coming out and you were seeing like organization coordination uh and then staying with it i think is kind of a big thing too like that dedication like this is what he's putting his time and effort towards like he's not really worried about the gap right now because it's the country he's not worried mm -hmm. about music because he's the country i would want to see those things but like to get my votes it would have to be like those two things addressed um actual seriousness for it because i think kanye's serious but i don't think he dedicated himself to it and i would need that but I, it does make me want somebody that's as empathetic as kanye and somebody that is as broadly thinking as kanye like i want somebody in the mold of what kanye's bringing to the table there's just specific things about his run that have been deal breakers for me do you, well, I want to get back to that, but do you see a future where Connie is able to just be president? <laughs> I don't know if Connie's capable of doing just one thing. Yeah, I uh, I would imagine that there's so much that goes into what you have to deal with with like domestic and foreign policy, and just like mm -hmm. working on education, working on healthcare, working on like this bill, that bill that he would even though it's one thing, it's like one thing that's so multifaceted right. that I think his time and attention would be taken up. But it seems like at least in 2020, he wasn't ready to let go of any of the other things he's working on. Yeah. I feel like I could vision Kanye folding a lot of what he does into his presidency. I mean, obviously he couldn't be like working for the gap and, you know, making easy designs while he's president, but just his old thought process of like the Terrell domes and like building communities and growing your own food. Like I could see all that stuff folding into president, his presidency stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it just didn't this time around, right? Like maybe a little bit of like uh, dovetailing, it just ideas like Kanye is com like concerned with uh, building shelters for the homeless and affordable housing and, redesigning communities and things like that so you could argue some of those projects are in that vein but i feel like he would have to like actively set aside working on those things and doing those things and like dedicate the majority of time to the presidential campaign yeah you would hope so um but yeah, yeah on the separation of church and state stuff like i'm totally there with you and i i know you and i both agreed like that's kind of the deal breaker with connie for us um earlier this year like this summer when you know the south carolina shit show happened um but i i gotta want i i i keep thinking about it and i'm like has kanye ever come out and said 
like, are there any policies he's pushing that would threaten separation of church and state? Like, I'm trying to, did he say anything in the Joe Rogan interview that indicated that? The thing that he talked about wanting prayer back in schools yeah. and like the necessity of prayer in schools, which I feel like is kind of a, a stepping stone to that. Yeah. Like, well, let's implement prayer here. Like what else can we impl- implement? But then he also has talked about that. And maybe this is like too early on and maybe his thoughts have changed, but he was talking about how he would meet with like the top thinkers who are Christian right to get input on like how to go about taxes and it just seems like if you're only meeting with experts who are also christian because that's the only like you value that belief system above all others that's also a deal breaker for right. me yeah i actually i hear that and don't disagree with it but i i gotta say like the more i've been I, I guess Kanye has channeled this to me, <laughs> but like I've been reading more about religion and like what rep- religion represents to people just psychologically, what it does for their, their psyche, uh, how they are in the world, you know? And, and I, and I slowly realized that like, I, I mean, I am myself an atheist, I guess if I have to pin any sort of label on myself, but it's not that I don't agree with all the things that, say christianity pushes like what god represents he's like if like i guess if you're a christian you believe god exists like god is a thing like somebody you'll meet like there is a heaven like there's an afterlife jesus you know was here and did all the shit he did (laughs) like you believe in all that stuff but ultimately what you believe in is like the power of god and what god ultimately represents in my head anyway it's just like this belief in yourself like the supernatural belief in yourself to carry the word of god to do something good to go out and spread goodness like all of that is there in christianity and and ultimately i think that's what kanye pushes and i think that's especially what we saw in jesus as king like that's really what he's been searching for for so long is to channel this part of himself and finally fix himself through god and when i think of that when, when I think of Kanye's belief in God and what it really represents, and I look past, you know, the separation of church and state stuff and and uh, hope that there actually, there actually isn't any real policy changes as far as, like, religion goes. But if that's really what he's pushing and that's what he's trying to inspire in people, like, I'm okay with that. And if that means – and I'm with you on the, the – the, if his team is filled of Christians, like, and that's the only way he's going to, like, make any decisions, like – I can, I'm kind of troubled by that, but again, at the same time, I think it also means like he's putting good people in his camp who believe, you know, in the power of God, who believe in that goodness, who don't just think like, oh, if you're not Christian, like you're this, like you're an other, like, I don't think Kanye thinks that way. Um, So again, like maybe I need to hear him speak more on this stuff and who knows, maybe we can fucking ask him about it. But uh, I'm starting to feel a little better about that stuff when I think, when I just open up, open up my mind a little bit about religion and what it represents to Kanye. I appreciate the, the, <laughs> the faith in that. And I do think that there are like, like broadly that's the, the concept, but I just see like such a slippery slope yeah, right. from that position to where like, yeah, even if it starts off with like, well, you know, I love everyone, but I want to like work with like Christians and listen to the Christians and, I think you start to have kind of a 
you can start to make decisions for groups of people that you think make sense within your realm mm -hmm. of knowledge and expertise. And even if you think you mean well and that you're being compassionate and empathetic, are you really being empathetic if you're not even like bringing in experts from that realm? And who knows if he would actually do that, right? It was one quote from one interview where he said that, and maybe he doesn't feel that way at all. Um, but I would at least need to hear that or see it in right. action. me they ask me i tell them raise your glasses your glasses your glasses to the sky this is the last call for alcohol for the hi this is wilford l in a world that sometimes feels uncertain where communities can be disconnected there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood introducing neighbor to neighbor a california volunteers network they believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor. It takes a neighborhood.